This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us. So we have a few folks in our audience who are listening and like, oh, wow, I'd really like to submit a project to the NSF or, you know, some of my research. What What is a project you're, you wish you would see in the lab that you haven't yet? Oh, boy. Um, that's a good question. You know, I think for the Wall of Wind team, you know, all projects are good projects. But I think, you know, we really like this renewable green technology uh, avenue that we're exploring more and more. The water intrusion, certainly uh, very important. So I don't know if there's one clear answer that would be for the Wall of Wind team because of the different kinds of, of projects we're seeing. But I will mention something new that will be coming down, uh, uh, down the road in the future for the Wall of Wind, and that is we will be enhancing the system which has just been exclusively a hurricane wind uh, environment, if you will, we're now going to explore downburst winds. Oh, wow. So if you think of thunderstorm systems and what downbursts do, that'll be a new and innovative uh, direction that the wall of wind will be going and which will then open the door with a, uh, uh, other types of research projects as well. And, that, and that's especially timely with all the weirdness that's going on in 2020 and we had a huge derecho in the uh, in the midwest and some crazy straight line winds in the southwest that um it would be great to see some research projects around those type of built-in environments who you know just typically aren't built for you know hurricane type loads <laughs> right right so um and of course part of our business model still does include some industry testing some private industry Majority of our testing time is for NSF funded projects, you know, faculty from universities across the nation. But we're still going to have a place and time for industry. So that'll open the door to for stronger uh, commercial products and innovation, right? Innovation in the, in the commercial industry sector when it comes to now products that the uh, consumers can buy. So that'll still be a part of what we do as well. Oh, that's great. And um, along, along with that, is there any uh, any other facilities that you're collaborating with in the tornado wind space? So, you know, we've got the, the straight line winds, we've got hurricanes, and then we've got, you know, these cyclic tornadic winds. Um, who do you guys work with in that space? Well, we haven't done a lot of work with folks in that space just because we've been focused on hurricanes. But uh, there is still that, that, that conversation, I think, moving forward with the wall of wind, especially when we get into downbursts uh, studies, that now there may be more conversations with folks that do, you know, cyclonic wind and uh, some of those facilities. I know there's uh, the Windy Dome in Canada is one example. Iowa State and Texas Tech uh, do some of those kinds of things with downburst or tornadic wind. So if there'll be a collaboration, we'll see. Uh, but obviously you get into a, a, a different kind of storm system, but we'll see if there's a way that the, it's connected or not. Cool. Yeah. I, I only remember that because our, our alma mater, Illinois, um, every year hosts the uh, the Forts Conference. So it's all tornado uh, hazard wind uh, you know, risk reduction. And uh, just always got to remember the tornado guys when we're talking about <laughs> wind engineering. Well, you know, absolutely. And, but... Um, 
another way to think about the crossover, Dan, which I know uh, you, you know as well, when we want to enhance the building codes, you know, enhancing building codes in hurricane states can also help uh, decrease the amount of damage in tornado states, right? So, you know, with a strong windstorm, um, that's not a hurricane coming through the Midwest, you know, if you have stronger construction techniques, even metal straps and so on and so forth, that can now then translate to less damage oh, in yeah. those areas. As we know, uh, after, uh, you know, the incredibly damaging um, and deadly tornado in uh, Moore, Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City, and then finally there was some movement to uh, strengthen the local building codes. And part of that, of course, was, you know, having a storm shelter underground. But Right, but there are still techniques that you know that are up in, that are utilized in hurricane areas that could be utilized in tornado areas and do the same thing. We want to limit the amount of damage. Yeah. So, so what are some of those practical things that either residents of a hurricane-prone region or those of us who are not necessarily hurricane-prone but get tornadoes from time to time, right. uh, what what can they do to to secure their homes better? Well, kind of the first quick answer is um, you can get a home wind inspection. So with a certified home wind inspector, essentially you can now evaluate the building envelope of your home. So get a scorecard. So that wind inspector will look at uh, the roof uh, and they'll evaluate what's the age of the, of the home, uh, what's the, uh, uh, you know, the different materials that were used to build the home, and so the weak points in that building envelope, what's the condition of the roof? How old is it? Uh, does it need to be uh, uh, maybe replaced or upgraded? And there are ways to go what we say code plus, by the way. There's a local building code, but you can go above that code and it doesn't cost a heck of a lot more, more, more money to do that. So with that home wind inspection, what's the status of the roof? The next biggest opening um, is the garage door. So how old is that garage door? Is that to the latest code uh, for wind and impact? And then from the roof to the garage door, all the window openings, are they protected or not protected? And then you look at the entry doors, the back door, the front door. So those are the pieces that will be evaluated for your scorecard. And what I always like to say, Dan, is then at that point, uh, you can develop, let's say, a five-year mitigation plan. And because reality is these things can cost some money. However, so if you divide it up, you know, year one, do a few windows or do the garage door or what have you and it or so on. And then at the end of the five years, you can have that completed five-year mitigation plan that'll uh, make it now a safer home for you to ride out the next storm. And uh, someday in the future, when you go to resell that home, it will increase the value if you are living in a mitigated home. Yeah, and there's lots of studies out there that, that some of which we may want to reference in some show notes here about, you know, how every dollar spent on mitigation saves, I think, up to six or something on, on the back end for insurance or something like that. It's, you know, it, it, and Dan, you know, we could, we could, we could, that right there, I'm sure we could stand in front of an elementary school class and those, uh, those kids, which, you know, those young minds are awesome, right? They would be like, well, hey, wouldn't you do that? If, that makes, if that's what it is, why, how come we're not doing it, right? They would just ask us. And so we know long range 
It makes good fiscal sense, good financial sense. The spin cycle of, you know, uh, build, damage, rebuild, build, damage, rebuild, the spin cycle has to change. We can't rebuild the same way. And in some, in some cases, we can't rebuild in the same place. So yeah. the country is going to be more resilient to natural hazards and then with climate change issues and so on and so forth. I mean, we know FEMA understands this and we know there's a lot of great universities doing great uh, wind engineering work that realize that we need to go in this direction because that $1 saving $6, we, we, we have to stop spending all this money uh, when we can prevent it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Design Safe Radio. This show is sponsored by the National Science Foundation grant number 1612144. You can subscribe to Design Safe Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review so we can improve the show. Please also help others find our episodes in iTunes. Thanks for your feedback and support. You can find out more about NARI at designsafe-ci.org on Facebook at Design Safe Radio, or on Twitter at Nary Design Safe.